Welcome to our class this day. I'm Dr. D. Todd Harrison, your instructor. As we begin our second year on our online ministry, uh, we welcome you here today. We're grateful for your time that you spend in trying to study the words of Jesus Christ as taught in the Holy Scriptures. Last year we studied the Book of Mormon, another testament of Jesus Christ. This year we'll feast upon the words of Jesus Christ through the Doctrine and Covenants, the Third Testament of Jesus Christ. We've looked many times before in, the, uh, in our teachings last year how the biblical law is that God establishes his word through the mouths of two or three witnesses. Therefore, God has given us the Bible as, a, as one witness of Jesus Christ. He's given us the Book of Mormon as another testament of Jesus Christ or the second testament of Jesus Christ. And now this year for 2021, we'll be studying the Doctrine and Covenants, the Third Testament of Jesus Christ. And what a glorious year this will be. It's so exciting what to have seen all the miracles we saw last year as a community on our Facebook uh, uh, page. Uh, we, you know, it's incredible to think that we now have over 300,000 uh, uh, followers on our uh, Facebook. Uh, we've... Uh, seen miracles happen we've seen people be healed physically spiritually emotionally all kinds of miracles performed in their families and in, in their in their lives as they've come unto jesus christ and studied his gospel we've seen tens of thousands of people come into jesus christ for the first time in their entire lives we've seen thousands of people reach out to talk to the missionaries to want to get baptized to want to embrace jesus christ in the fullness of his gospel truth I'm so excited to see what, where God will take this uh, ministry this second year as we continue to go forward and to proclaim and to declare and to testify that He is the Lord God Jesus Christ, that He rose from the dead on the third day as prophesied and taught in the Holy Scriptures. He lives today. He continues to show Himself unto His prophets and apostles and other holy servants so that they will go forth throughout the world to testify of him. He wants to manifest himself to the world in the year 2021 as well as in 2020. And it's up to us that we open our hearts to him and learn to hear him and learn what he's trying to speak to us individually in our lives to give us the kind of revelation that we need in the year 2021 as we continue to move forward through this uh, pandemic of the uh, coronavirus and, and the uh, many earthquakes around the world and the many fires and, and typhoons and hurricanes and all these natural uh, disasters. And what a glorious God he is. And it's my pleasure to always to testify of him to you. I know him, he knows me, and I testify of him to you. He does live. And let's look now at the uh, Doctrine and Covenants. We're going to look now at section 1. And uh, this is a, a, another topic, another uh, uh, title for this lesson would be God's Testimony. Here in section 1 of the Doctrine and Covenants, this was given later after the brethren had received several revelations. They're now trying to compile them by, by commandment and compile them into, this, uh, into the, what would become uh, later the Doctrine and Covenants. And so section 1 is not the first section written. This is uh, November of 1831. The church has been restored in April of 1830. So the church is one and a half years old, one and a half years since it had been 
restored after a 2,000, uh, well, 1,830 year approximately apostasy in which the woman took the child in the book of Revelation, uh, in the chapter 12, in, you know, in, into the wilderness uh, as, as the apostasy took place. God took his child and the woman representative of, of that and, and uh, took it out the church for 1,000 years. Uh, uh, you know, uh, well, it says in the book of Revelation, what, uh, 1,260 years. And um, and, and then uh, the mighty uh, angel in Revelation chapter 14, verse 6, carrying the everlasting gospel to, to preach to the nations and kindreds of the world, flew. The angel Moroni came back and restored the Book of Mormon, another testament of Jesus Christ. So they've got the Book of Mormon, the restoration of the gospel, and we're, the restoration of the priesthood. And we're seeing all these great things as God start, continues to start to rebuild his church, the same church that was established by Jesus Christ when he lived among the apostles in, in, the, in the days in the first century uh, 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 Christian era, the, um, the AD or the CE, uh, common era. And, um, and so now we'll look here in the Dr. and Kevin section one, and there's again so much great material here. This is God's testimony as God speaks revelation to, this, to his prophet, Joseph Smith, and instructs him and bears his testimony. We'll see he bears his testimony multiple times that Joseph Smith was a prophet, that he gave authority to Joseph Smith, Oliver Cowdery, and early brethren, and that he brought the church out of apostasy and out of darkness and restored it upon the earth. Let's look at Doctrine and Covenants, section 1, uh, verses uh, 1 through 2. It says, Hearken, O ye people of my church. So this is Jesus Christ speaking. Sayeth the voice of him who dwells on high, and whose eyes are upon all men. Yea, verily I say, Hearken, ye people from afar, and ye that are upon the islands of the sea, listen together. For verily the voice of the Lord is unto all men. And there is none to escape, and there is no eye that shall not see, neither ear that shall not hear, neither heart that shall not be penetrated. So before Jesus Christ comes back to rule as King of Kings and Lord of Lords during this millennial 1,000 year reign upon the earth, he's going to make sure that all mankind hear the gospel, that they have the opportunity to hear the gospel, to either accept the gospel and be blessed, reject the gospel and be cursed. It's always up to them. God's given them their free agency, and they need to choose accordingly. Let's look at uh, 3. And the rebellious shall be pierced with much sorrow, for their iniquity shall be spoken upon the housetops, and their secret acts shall be revealed. And we've been seeing that over the last few years in the, in the media, where the uh, news uh, writers, uh, you know, continue, and the journalists continue to expose the wickedness of uh, politicians and other uh, leaders. And so this verse is literally being fulfilled, that these people, su the rebellious, suffer with much sorrow as their sins are being spoken upon the housetops, you know, on the Internet, uh, people on their computers, you know, housetop to housetop are receiving news as to the corruption of, and, of the rebellious. And the voice of warning shall be unto all people by the mouth of my disciples whom I have chosen in the last days. That's very important. God does not, you do not choose God. God chooses you and ordains you and chooses you to go be his missionary or his teacher or his apostle 
or as prophets. You don't just, you know, we see a lot of people in the world that just start trying to teach about Jesus Christ. And those who are good-hearted, well, you know, uh, you know, I mean, this one thing, you know, maybe maybe that's it's good or, or or bad, but they have not been commanded by Jesus Christ to go and teach about Him. They have not been ordained to teach in His name. They have not received the holy priesthood to again administer and teach in His name. So He makes it clear here that He is going to choose His servants to go forward to teach. You don't choose Him; He chooses you to go be a minister. And they shall go forth, and none shall stay them. For I, the Lord, have commanded them. Behold, this is mine authority. So I, Jesus Christ, have this authority. It was given to me by my Father. I then now give the authority to you, this my servants who I choose in this last dispensation, to preach my gospel. And the authority of my servants, and my preface unto the book of my commandments. So, he said, I gave these revelations that are in the Doctrine and Covenants to the prophet Joseph Smith. He says, here, my, my preface unto the book of my commandments, which I have given them to publish unto you, O inhabitants of the earth. So then he wants, he's given the revelations to Joseph Smith. He wants these revelations to go forward to the earth. Wherefore, fear and tremble, O ye people, for what I, the Lord, have decreed in them shall be fulfilled. Every prophecy in the Doctrine and Covenants about the last days, the tribulations, the earthquakes, the fires, the, the, the pestilences, all of the disease that will scourge the, the, the earth, and the, the, these things, I, the Lord God, that will fulfill, he says here. So he bears testimony that he's given the commandments in the Doctrine and Covenants, he wants them published to the world. He will fulfill all the prophecies in the Doctrine and Covenants. And verily, I say unto you that they who go forth bearing these tidings, what tidings? The Doctrine and Covenants, the revelations of the Doctrine and Covenants. Not talking about the Book of Mormon here. Talking about taking forward the Doctrine and Covenants. The Doctrine and Covenants, is, unfortunately, is the most unused book of Scripture we have. And yet it bears testimony of Jesus Christ. It's the third testament of Jesus Christ, and it bears mighty power and witness of the prophet Joseph Smith. In the Book of Mormon, we see Joseph Smith as a prophet translator of ancient records. Here in the Doctrine and Covenants, we see, G we see Joseph Smith, a prophet of Jesus Christ, receiving direct revelation from Jesus Christ. There's no translation here anymore. This is revelation of God to G the prophet Joseph Smith, and he wants us to use the Doctrine and Covenants and use it in our missionary work and we have failed to do that. But he's here telling it here that he wants these things to be published to the inhabitants of the earth in verse 6. In verse 8 he wants those missionaries going forth bearing these tidings unto the inhabitants of the earth. To them is power given to seal both on earth and in heaven the unbelieving and the rebellious. People are going to be judged whether they listened to the missionaries or whether they rejected the missionaries. The power is given unto those missionaries and the people will be judged accordingly as to if they receive the testimony or not of his servants, the missionaries. Yea, verily to seal them up unto the day when the wrath of God shall be poured out upon the wicked without measure. Unto the day when the Lord shall come to recompense unto every man according to his work, and measure to every man according to the measure which he has measured to his fellow men. 
Wherefore the voice of the Lord is unto the ends of the earth. He wants everybody to hear. That all that will hear may hear. Prepare ye, prepare ye for that which is to come. For the Lord is nigh. He is coming very, very soon, he says here. And the anger of the Lord is kindled, and his sword is bathed in heaven. And it shall fall upon the inhabitants of the earth. And the arm of the Lord shall be revealed. And the day cometh that they who will not hear the voice of the Lord, neither the voice of his servants, neither give heed to the words of the prophets and apostles, shall be cut off from among the people. If you, re 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 if you reject and refuse to listen to the missionaries, to others that are sent by God in his name, to the apostles, to the prophets, the day will come in which you will be cut off from among the people. For they have strayed from mine ordinances and have broken my everlasting covenant. They seek not the Lord to establish his righteousness, but every man walketh in his own way and after the image of his own God, whose image is in the likeness of the world and whose substance is that of an idol, which waxes oath and shall perish in Babylon, even Babylon the great which shall fail, fall. Wherefore I, the Lord, knowing the calamity which should come upon the inhabitants of the earth, called upon my servant Joseph Smith, Jr., and spake unto him from heaven, and gave him commandments. So once again, God bearing testimony that he spoke to the prophet Joseph Smith, that he spoke from heaven to him, and that he gave him these commandments. And also gave commandments to others, that they should proclaim these things unto the world. These things. The things found in the Doctrine and Covenants should go forth to the world. And all this, that it might be fulfilled, which was written by the prophets. The weak things of the world shall come forth and break down the mighty and strong ones. That man should not cancel his fellow man, neither trust in the arm of flesh. That's why he sends out missionaries that are 18 and 19 years old and, and, and young women just a little bit older than that. To, you know, Joseph Smith had a second grade education, had very little education. He has used the weak of the earth, the uneducated of the earth, to confound the wise and to teach his gospel. That's the way he's always done it. That's the way he does it now and will always do it that way. He says here, in uh, in 19, the weak things of world shall come forth, break down the mighty and strong ones. That man should not cancel his fellow man, neither trust in the arm of flesh. But that every man might speak in the name of God the Lord, even the Savior of the world. How should the missionary message be taught? How should the gospel of Jesus Christ be taught? Through the power and the inspiration and revelation of the Holy Ghost. You know, unfortunately, we, we spend too much time now on the written text and reading, uh, you know, our talks and sacrament meeting and, and reading the missionary lessons and these types of things. But it should not be done that way. We should speak by the power, inspiration, and prophecy of the revelation of the Holy Ghost so that all, all those who are called to, to teach of God should speak, he says here, in the name of God the Lord. That faith, if you did this, if can you imagine if everyone went around speaking by the power and gift of the Holy Ghost, 
faith would increase in the world. And so that's what he says here, 21. That faith also might increase in the earth. That my everlasting covenant might be established. That the fullness of my gospel might be proclaimed by the weak and the simple unto the ends of the world and before kings and rulers. Behold, I am God and have spoken it. These commandments are of me. Again, testifying that these commandments in the book of the Doctrine and Covenants are of him. They were given by God to the prophet Joseph Smith through revelation. And they were, and were given unto my servants in their weakness, after the manner of their language, that they might come to understanding. When God speaks to a professor of English, he's going to speak very advanced, you know, the English vocabulary. If he speaks to a prophet with a second grade education, he's going to speak as though he's speaking to a second grader. And so that's why sometimes they, they in the early prints of this stuff, there were grammatical errors and things like that because God had to speak to them in a language so that they could fully understand in the language that they spoke. And so that's what God's saying here. And inasmuch as they erred, it might be made known. And inasmuch as they sought wisdom, they might be instructed. God's not going to give you revelation if you don't seek for it. If you're not studying the gospel as, as you, in the scriptures that you have now, and that you're seeking and asking for it. And inasmuch as they sin, they might be chastened, that they might repent. Punishment comes through the repentance process so that you might repent. And inasmuch as they were humble, they might be made strong and blessed from on high and receive knowledge from time to time. And after having received the record of the Nephites, so all this time up before, he's talking about taking the doctrine and covenants to the people of the world, preaching the gospel from the doctrine and covenants. Now he mentions the Nephite record, the Book of Mormon. And after having received the record of the Nephites, yea, even my servant Joseph Smith, Jr., might have power to translate through the mercy of God by the power of God, the Book of Mormon. So again, God bearing testimony that Joseph Smith was, that God gave to Joseph Smith the power to translate, the power to translate this Nephite record, the Book of Mormon, which we studied last year in the year 2020. And he did it through the mercy of God. And 30, and also those to whom these commandments were given, so Joseph Smith, Oliver Cowdery, and the other early brethren might have power to lay the foundation of this church. So I, God, gave them the power and authority to lay the foundation of this church, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, and to bring it forth out of obscurity and out of darkness. God testifying here by his own mouth, there, there was an apostasy of the Christian church. The Christian church went into apostasy, went into obscurity and darkness for nearly 2,000 years. I, God, he says, is bringing it forth out of obscurity and out of darkness. Now listen to this. The only true and living church upon the face of the whole earth. He doesn't say it's one of the true churches upon the earth. He says it's the only true and living church upon the face of the whole earth. Now, true being doctrinally sound, biblically sound. The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints is the most biblically correct church upon the earth. It's the only one that actually believes what the Bible says. 
does not try to twist around and twist the words of the Bible to mean things other than what the words of the Bible say. The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints is the only church who believes what the Bible says. Then he says here uh, that it's the and living church. Why? So not only true and being doctrinally sound, but living because this church, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, is the only church in which I, the Lord God, am currently communing, communicating with, talking to, revealing my will to living prophets, seers, and revelators. I don't do that in any other church. I only do it with the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints and to the current prophets and apostles of, the, of that church, he says here. That, therefore, it's the only true, biblically sound uh, church and the only living church receiving revelation from me, from the Lord God, he says here. With which I, the Lord, am well pleased. He's happy about this. Speaking unto the church collectively, organizationally, and not collect, not individually. He, know, he knows that there be some leaders along the way that may make mistakes, uh, may not be perfect in their ways, may make, uh, you know, uh, uh, do some things that uh, not in accordance with his will. But organizationally and institutionally, the church is true, he says here. For I, the Lord, cannot look upon sin with the least degree of allowance. But look at the promise in 32. Nevertheless, he that repents and does the commandments of the Lord shall be forgiven. Because of the uh, atonement of Jesus Christ, suffering in the Garden of Gethsemane, bleeding from every pore, being nailed to the cross of Calvary, all mankind can repent and be forgiven by God and receive back into his presence through the the mercy of Jesus Christ and through his sufferings. 33. And he that repents not, from him shall be taken even the light which he has received. For my spirit shall not always strive with man, saith the Lord of hosts. So if, if you don't, you know, if you don't uh, repent of your sins, God will even take what little light and what little knowledge of the gospel you have, you know, he'll take that away from you. And again, verily I say unto you, O inhabitants of the earth, I, the Lord, am willing to make these things known unto all flesh. This is not, the gospel of Jesus Christ is not reserved only for the rich of the earth, or only for the honorable of the earth, or only for the educated of the earth, or only for certain nations of the earth, or only for certain classes or races of people. He says it's for all mankind upon the earth. For I am no respecter of persons. God is our Heavenly Father. He loves everybody. And will that all men shall know that the day speedily cometh, the hour is not yet, but is nigh at hand. It is coming. When peace shall be taken from the earth, and the devil shall have power over his own dominion, and also the Lord shall have power over his saints. He's going to come and reign with them for 1,000 years during the millennium, which is not very far away. And shall reign in their midst, and shall come down in judgment, upon Idumea or the world. So it's a peaceful, great, the great and dreadful day of the Lord. Great for the righteous as he comes to dwell with them. Uh, great and dreadful, dreadful for the wicked as he's going to come to judge them. 37. Search these commandments. Once again, bearing testimony over and over again as to the revelations we find in the doctrine and covenants. God says, search these commandments for they are true and faithful. And the prophecies and promises which are in them 
shall all be fulfilled. Not just some be fulfilled, not just part of them be fulfilled, all of them shall be fulfilled. What I, the Lord, have spoken, I have spoken, and I excuse not myself. And though the heavens and the earth pass away, my word shall not pass away, but shall be fulfilled. Whether by my own voice or by the voice of my servants, it is the same. It does not matter whether I, the Lord God, speak it, or whether my servants speak it, or whether my apostles speak it, or my prophets speak it. It is the same as though I'm speaking it. For those who faithfully honor him and serve in their capacity will only speak his words as given to them through the gift and power of the Holy Ghost. For behold and lo, the Lord is God, and the Spirit beareth record, and the record is true. Once again, the record is true. It's been borne testimony by the Spirit, and the truth abideth forever and ever. Amen. And so what a glorious way to begin our lesson this, uh, this year of 2021, of the power of the, the testimony of Jesus Christ himself as to the doctrine and covenants, as to the prophet Joseph Smith, that Joseph Smith Jr. was his prophet, that he gave them the power and authority of God, that he gave them the power to bring forth the church out of this apostasy that it went into for nearly 2,000 years, that the uh, ordinances of the gospel have been restored, the power to priesthood has been restored, revelation has been restored, God is currently leading this church through his prophets. And so it's a great lesson. I uh, love all of you. Thank you for spending your time with us again today. May you take the spirit that, is, that you have felt in our lesson today, the testimony that you have heard from God himself, and take action upon these things and decide that you, you, know, that you want to keep the commandments, as he says here, so that you can escape the coming judgments upon the world that are going to be coming forward prior to the second coming of, of Jesus Christ. I will leave the link in the, in the uh, description of this video. Those of you who have not yet joined the church, click on the link, reach out to the missionaries, ask them to teach you the gospel and, and to invite you to the waters of baptism. And I know that God will bless you mightily if you'll do these things. I know that he loves you. You are his children. He will do everything for you to bring you peace and joy and happiness and eternal life in his presence in the world to come. I testify that these things are true. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen.